And we are back with our part two of our elementary Genoa first parent podcast elementary um, session here. We are talking with Jen Young, who is tried and true in this era of the life <laughs> and phase of elementary kiddos. Dare I say an expert? Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> not a boss or an expert. <laughs> right, right. Experienced. There, there we go. So, yeah. There we go. That's that, that does give you wisdom there. So what's the most surprising thing, Jen, that you could um, say about this phase and maybe something you wish every parent knew? inside this phase as well. Maybe they're one and the same. Maybe they're two different things. Right. I think this age, the, one of the best things, but also that can surprise people, is I always say that kids this age are so big, yet they're so little. And thinking through that, so big, kids this age, especially when you talk third, fourth, fifth grade, they can do hard things. And we use that phrase a lot in my family. You know, They can do hard things. Even around the house, they can cook dinner. I don't suggest putting them with a stove if you've never done that before. (laughs) Teach them. But they can do their own laundry. They can lead your family in prayer. They can start doing a morning quiet time devotional. They can do these big things by themselves. I think more so um, than people even think sometimes. And I would challenge you to to try something that you've never had your elementary child do and see if they surprise you. Um, But then also so little their children. And, you know, when I've, when I've talked to parents about um, different issues they might be facing, sometimes, especially in those older fourth and fifth, we can look at them and see that they look so grown. They're getting so big. They might be starting to get some, some little tween, teenage um, personality things going on, but also keeping in mind at this age, I mean, girls still play with dolls. And I use that a lot because I think that really puts it into perspective. Yes, you might be feeling some attitude or some pushback, um, but really such a child still, 10 years old, they still play with dolls. Or that little boy, when he hurts himself, little boy, fifth grade, like still wants his mom to hug him or rub his back when he's sick. Um, So it's just this weird, this weird scale of so big yet, yet so little and kind of balancing those two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think along with that, with um, sometimes I feel like how, you know, the left and right looking of what, other kids are doing what where it's hit with social media in our mm-hmm. high school ages I think it's still happening and it probably always has been happening in our in our little kids but so when we have like my child is um who's in elementary is I have a couple in elementary but my boy he's the he's the, the younger of mm-hmm. the generation so he's got two older siblings so when he comes up against a firstborn in fourth grade mm-hmm. and he's the third mm-hmm. of, of a family up with a first of a of the next family of, of a friend's family it's like my kid ends up being the bad kid because he knows <laughs> the stuff the older kids know right you know the comments or the phrasing that right. the high schoolers are saying right. and so I, I think of my friend Christine Proctor her oldest boy is is Timothy and he is an amazing kid and so Finn and Timothy I always feel like Finn taints Timothy because <laughs> you know he's got this this wisdom coming this terrible wisdom coming from the older sibs right. yep and he's the first kid who's hearing everything fresh and mom's obviously able to control what he hears and knows yep so um I feel like that's how kids get aged up faster than you want them to be too because of those different interpersonals there in elementary age absolutely Um, but I think the the best thing I ever heard was when my kids second grade my daughter Cameron um, her second grade teacher told me she acts her age and I'm like that's is that good (laughs) (laughs) the way she said it she's like I love looking at your daughter 
and seeing that she's not trying to make up and trying to do all these, you know, big girl things. She's acting like a second grader right now. And she's like, so many of my girls aren't. And, you know, I I really just try to protect them. And so it was a, it was kind of a light bulb, like, oh, that that was a great compliment to hear that your, your age child is acting that age and not, you know, trying to be too big, too fast. Right. You're doing well, mom. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that, that was my second child. Now I'm down to my fourth child. (laughs) Let's see what her second grade teacher has to say. And it is, I think in our world today, it is a challenge to keep that innocence Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, keep them little. And it's the whole, my husband and I use the phrase a lot, protect versus prepare Mm. and, you know, wanting to prepare them to be able to be, out in the world and represent the kingdom, um, but also protect because they're, they're little. Right. It's an interesting, um, like the world is interesting with, with our kids where in some ways they're trying to grow these kids at a lot younger ages. Like you'll see a lot of public schools nowadays are trying to introduce a lot of sexual content at such younger ages now. And my wife and I were like, no, 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 don't rush this conversation because it forces us as parents to jump in and have to have this conversation at a younger age. And so that's kind of a bummer. But then on the flip side, I do feel like we're also keeping our kids younger at a longer time now as well, right? Meaning um, kids like, I don't feel like a lot, like our culture I feel like doesn't, like doesn't really guide parents to to teach kids responsibility at younger ages. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, kids are going to college now and and a lot of people going to college for four to eight years or something. And they're still, you know, in that college world, which kind of is adulthood, but not because a lot of them are still kind of relying on parents' finances. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. And then I know like kids can stay on their parents' insurance now till they're like 65 or something (laughs) or whatever the age is, right? But, and again, I'm not saying these things are necessarily bad, but I'm saying in some ways it does feel like we are prolonging Mm -hmm. young kids' uh, development, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... When you talked about like you you, you have your kids uh, cooking dinner and stuff right. like that, and I mean, my again, my wife is is that way as well. Yes. I, I remember coming home from work once. Maura was cooking dinner. Jack and Peter were putting the dishes away from the dishwasher, Love and it. my son James, he's in charge of the silverware, yes. so he was putting the, the silverware away. Of the silverware. None of the forks were in the right place, but I was like, hey, it's fine. Yes. You know, he's learning it, and, and it is it is true. I, Saturdays is our our day of Sabbath, which is what we we just spend as a family time. It's great, and and that's why for a couple hours in the morning. And we let them watch Saturday morning cartoons. They play video games, and then we do our Bible stuff later in the day. But, but we always have mac and cheese on Saturday for Aww. lunch. It was, it was like my wife used to work on Saturdays, and I don't cook well, but I can kill some mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, my wife and I we went out to get some coffee because my oldest could watch the kids for a little bit. So then we come back, and Jack is. He's already started heating up the water, and he's oh, he's nine, awesome. and he's making the that's mac amazing. and cheese. And I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" <laughs> yes. and I was like, and then it occurred to me. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to teach them this for responsibility, but at the same time, uh, I don't have to do it. Absolutely, now. It's awesome. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. But I think that goes back to the adventure and trying new things too. At this age, they don't mind. Like they're excited about uh, yes. about it. My my eight year old just said to me, "Mom, is making coffee fun? It looks really fun. Can I be in charge <laughs> of making the coffee?" I was like. I mean, it's really not fun. It's just a chore. But if you want to be in charge of it, absolutely. So I'm sure that'll last like three weeks till right, she's over it. Right. But that it's funny how their perception and things that little ones will ask that's a teachable moment. My my kindergartner, as she was emptying the dishwasher the other day, and to which, you know, you can't reach, get yourself a stool and get up there. There we go. And she said to me, Mom, how come you make the kids do all the work? 
<clears throat> to which I said, wow, let me list all of the ways that I have worked today. Yeah. But it gave me a minute to say, well, here's why. We're preparing you so that when you live on your own, you know how to empty the dishwasher and you value. And we went through, you know, you're doing work for the Lord and went, you know, having a positive attitude. And in our house, we, um, we do allowance in our house um, so they can learn to manage money responsibly and give. And um, we say, Maybe cheesy, maybe not. But we say um, you do it with a happy heart or you don't get paid. Mm. And we talk about how if you're a boss, if I go to my boss and I'm complaining every time he asks me to do something, I'm not doing it. So, man, they'll put that smile on their face, fake oh, or not. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's right. good. I like it. <laughs> That's really good. And, and I do want to touch on one thing you said earlier as well is is the, uh, you know, especially – so my daughter, when she was fifth grade – I remember we, I'm not the best at it. And I, you know, this is an honest podcast. We, we can all admit our shortcomings, <laughs> but what we've tried to, uh, to develop that personal, um, study or, um, quiet time with the Lord, you know? And, and I, I remember just being like, ah, eh, she's only fifth grade. What's she going to do? Mm-hmm. But what I found was she was the one she'd wake up and then come down. She's like, you ready to do the Bible study? And I'm like, what? You're, you're in fifth That's grade, awesome, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I, and I like that, what you said about the, uh, what was it prepare or protect and prepare, mm-hmm. you know? And it's and, balancing the yeah, two. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. balancing the two. And that prepare is so big because I, I, I talk about this a lot when, um, the, the session that I did, and we will put this one on the podcast, but my session that I did at the parent um, conference was intentional parenting and mm. just talking about how you can't accidentally parent your kids, right? right. You got to be super intentional with it. And, 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 you know, like we, we have to prepare these kids because when they leave, when they leave home, they're on their own, you know? I mean, that's not to say we still don't have an influence on them, but, but now they make the choices. Mm-hmm. They decide if they want to go to church and do a Bible study, if they want to, what their priorities are. And so we, you know, this is why the, the conference was called It's Just a Phase. Their childhood is just a phase mm-hmm. and we don't have long, you know? I, I, I like what you guys were saying about elementary is that it's that longest, it's the longest time frame. Because now I don't have any high schools, but that's what I've heard about high school. It's like they start ninth grade and then you blink and they're graduating. You're like, what? And so we don't, we don't have a ton of time, you know? And so we got to be real intentional. We got to protect, definitely protect our kids. And, and and real quick, this is just kind of a piggyback on this. I told you I'm long winded, but it shocks me how many people, how many parents will just say, well, I, we don't want to hinder our kids at all. We're going to let them do this, let them Mm -hmm. do that. Um, in regards to, you know, technology and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The world is out to get your kids. The devil wants your kids, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to protect our kids, you know? So we protect, but we don't overprotect, right? This is where we talk about, we got to let them make some mistakes. We got to let them try some things because, you know, let them, let them mess up with us, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it's better than messing up when they're on their own, you know? So, um, the other thing, yep. going back to what you were saying about this elementary age, is that's the age where you are the biggest influencer in their life. Mm-hmm. They look to you for answers, for modeling. That's not the case when they get to middle school. When they get to middle school, um, they would say that their friends mm-hmm. are the biggest influence in their yeah. lives. And yep. so while you have them and you're still the influencer in their life, yeah. using that time to pour into them and, and model. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we say that in, in middle and high school with our leaders, we, we try to tell the parents this, we're like, look, you know, once they get into middle and high school, there are some, maybe they're making mistakes that they're ashamed of that they don't want to talk to mom and dad about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never did. Like, I wasn't just like, you know, dad, I'm struggling with this, you know? Right. And now some kids do. I'm, I'm amazed when some kids are, have good relationships with their parents like that. And that's what we're trying to establish. But like, this is why it's, it's good to have a church community where, um, like when, when I'm, when my kids are older, 
I love knowing that my kids are going to go to a youth group where they have a trusted mm-hmm. uh, yes. youth leader that can come alongside. They're, now, they're not the primary spiritual influence. They're an influence. And, and, and as parents, this is what we should want. I think they say, the stats say that like, if your kid has like three to four yeah. adult Christian influences in their life, it's just, it's so much better for them. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, that community is big because they're, they're not going to, I know my kids are, right. especially with me being in ministry here, they're going to be like, my dad's a pastor, he's not going to understand. <laughs> and so I'm just, just getting ready for it, you know? Yeah, that's and, right. It's interesting but, you say what you said about a youth pastor. Mine actually just reached out to me last night mm. um, via social media, my um, youth director through middle school and high school. And she played a huge role in my life. And she just wrote a book and it's getting published and she's starting her website um, and doing her own kind of ministry on her own and asked me to write a kind of a quote. And it's exactly what you just said. I think part of my line that I said was, aside from my immediate family, she really played the biggest role in not only my spiritual development, but honestly, I think a lot of my leadership development and Mm -hmm. giving me, you know, that confidence. And Mm -hmm. and so those people have a huge role, even years. I mean, I haven't seen her since I was probably 20. So it's been a long time, but she, I would still say she was number one next to my family. That's awesome. Yeah, people forget what influence uh, Absolutely. adults have. I, now I'm gonna I'll talk about you real quick, Chrissy. This is my favorite story about Chrissy. Is Chrissy? <laughs> so Chrissy went to kids. I used to be the kids pastor here, and so she uh, she came to camp with us the one time. Do you remember this, Chrissy? And I was like, definitely remember I, this. I was, I was bringing the water into the girls' cabin, so I'm like. I'm like, guy coming in, everybody be good, you know? And so I walk in with the water and I look and there's this whole, a whole line of people, or I'm sorry, a whole line of girls just lined up in front of Chrissy's bunk where she was standing there and she was giving them their nighttime hug. She'd hug them and rub their backs. And she's like, okay. And this is third, fourth, and fifth graders. Yeah, if you miss your mom, come see, here. Still like, we'll, we'll group hug yes. and we'll, we'll not it, let you be sad. It was awesome. I walked out and I was Amazing. like, this is awesome. And, and I'm telling you, they remember that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they remember. You know, your they love. remember it. And mm-hmm. parents, we should, as parents, appreciate that mm-hmm. to just say yes, come alongside us, mm-hmm. good Christian influences yes. and stuff. So, that's so right. That's well, awesome. You posted something too just this week, Jen, that said, um, just the you know, may, I don't know how the post was worded, but it had something to do with the fact that it's not all a job, just about school where don't you learn. Don't let your child's education get in the way yes. of your child's education. Yes. And this is coming from an administrator, you know, an administrator, yes. an educator, a yeah. teacher. Yes. And because some, that. and I think that the next part said sometimes a special lunch with you mm-hmm. m- will mean more to them in the long run. And I believe that, you know, my, I, I was the kid growing up who, if we don't see throw up, you're going to school, get on yes. the bus, you're out of right. here. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Um, but just hearing that, like sometimes the best education is, you know, you notice your kid needs a day or needs mm-hmm. a moment with you yep. and they will remember that and that'll impact yes. their soul and who they are mm-hmm. in the long run more than missing an hour of language arts. Yeah. I think no offense, teacher. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we love our school. We don't yes. want to forego that. Obviously we have the best memories at school, but it just happened to me where after a doctor's appointment, we had the choice, go back to school or spend a little extra time and take my oldest girl to Hobby Lobby because I had an errand to run. So I ended up going to Hobby Lobby with her. I got her coffee, her and I. I love it. And she told me last night, and then I let her stay up late with me last night because she's an eighth grader now. She can handle a 11 o'clock bedtime. It's late, but she, she promised me she'd get up in a good mood. And so, again, I trusted her with that, and she did this morning. But last night she goes mom, who's your best friend? And I said, uh, probably, you know, starts inside my family circle, my mom and my sisters. But I said, I have 
several, a lot of best friends here at church. I mean, it's not a thing. I don't use that verbiage very much, but I have a lot of great friends. And she goes, I'd say you're probably my best friend. And I said, I'm like, yeah. Can I ask a question? I didn't cry. You didn't cry? I didn't. I'm like, that's like prime crying. I said, you're, you are my best friend too. And I just want you to know that like we, we have fun together. And so to hear my eighth grader say those words, like, okay, keep on this track because then in the same breath last night, I have a conversation with my senior, Mm. uh, Grant, you just walked down the steps with your phone in your face and you didn't even look at where you were stepping. (laughs) How did you know when you got to the bottom of that step? I said, you've got to start self-regulating, you know, otherwise I'm taking that phone. And, you know, at this phase, you're still allowed to boss your senior around. Mm. You're going to make him ticked, but you can't be afraid of this age either. Right. And so, oh, that's mama. Mm -hmm. But, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's all right. I, I could go on. Yeah. But I, mean, I feel like <laughs> that's, so that's, my, that's yeah. me not regulating him and not being, you know, um, whatever. And then he's training himself. And it's an easy, slow fade to right, face right. in the screen. So I've got night and day going on here with my boy and my girl. But There we go. You know. yeah. So where is your husband, Fred, on the list of best friends? Oh, he's he's there. Oh, I okay. Cool. I didn't. I'm thinking girlfriend because <laughs> oh, okay. of my daughter asking who's your best friend. Obviously, my husband is my best friend. <laughs> he's awesome for a long time. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Before we were driving. There we go. All right. Sister. Well, tell you what. Let's let's hit this last question, then we'll yeah, wrap it up. Good. Okay. The last question is this: How can we best support a kid during the elementary phase? So I, I think this is more geared to parents, right? How, right. As parents, how do we? What can we do to support a kid during this phase? I think as parents, and this is can be really hard. I think the main thing is to delight in the things they delight in. And for someone such as myself, I'm very type A, I'm very task oriented, get it done, lots of projects to do. So to take someone like my personality and tell me to slow down and lay on the floor and play Barbies and pretend I'm going swimming with the Barbie (laughs) is really a stretch for me. I'm being honest. It's a stretch for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm being honest and telling you, I don't really want to do it. And that goes through my head when my five-year-old looks at me and says, will you play Barbie house with me? No, I really don't want to, but I don't say that instead. (laughs) Hopefully most of the time I choose, you know, whether it's in an hour or in 10 minutes, I'll be there and just 10 minutes. And sometimes I'll say to them, yep. And for 15 minutes, I'll do whatever you want to do. And whether that's building a Lego tower or things that bring them joy, you know, so often we're caught up when I, when I say we, me too, this is me, (laughs) you know, mom, look at this picture I just drew. Isn't it great? And I, oh yeah, honey, that looks awesome. While I'm stirring dinner or packing lunches or doing whatever I'm doing. And just, I constantly have to remind myself to stop, look them in the eye, delight in what they're delighting in, find joy. And it's really making deposits in in their bank account Mm -hmm. because I want when they're 16 and 17 and 18, I want them to come to me. I want them to tell me I'm their best friend or to look at me (laughs) when they have something hard that happened. I want them to share that with me. And so Mm -hmm. that means teaching them now that I value the things they value, even if that's swimming in the Barbie pool. That's right. <laughs> if you don't know who DJ Catnip in is, do you, are you even a parent right now as right. an elementary age? Right. <laughs> do you know uh, who DJ? DJ Catnip? Yeah. No. no I have no idea who that is. Gabby's Dollhouse. Uh, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Yep. I will not be Googling it, and uh, I'll take your word for and it. And then if you get asked to be the dad dog and bluey like then you get these characters that right. are like 
mom play this with me. Like, and really, all they oh, want to do, at least really mine anyway, maybe these, maybe these are just my kids. They just want to boss you around, to, to which I find myself <laughs> saying to my little one, like, it's embarrassing, <laughs> saying, I don't want to play with you because you're just telling me how to play, and I want to play how I want to play. Oh, like, yeah. what is, did this come out of my, oh, you know, because like, that's not what, Cinderella doesn't want to wear that dress, she wants right. to wear that dress. I'm like, well, I think she wants to wear, like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I, I like when I'll play four square with the kids, and they're making up rules. Oh, they're yeah. like, this is what we do on the playground. I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing <laughs> we're that. We're my house now. Yeah. My rules. My rules. rules. Mm-hmm. And then I destroy them. I never let my kids win, just for the record. Yep. Like I uh Brittany's better at that than I am. But I'm yeah. like, oh no, no, no. There's if they're if they if they win, they're gonna earn it. You know? <laughs> but he's only in preschool. Yes. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. He's gonna be a fighter. He's gonna, gonna be, be a tough. fighter. Yes. Um yeah, that's really good. And that's that we we talk, we use that word intentional a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be intentional with your kids and delighting in what they delight in. And and again, we 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 gotta we gotta say it's, we don't have them long, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and we, we want them to feel this, this is a place they can come to. Like it's that whole, uh, what's the cheer song? It's like, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Right. And, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, you want your house to right. be that way. Yeah. You, you want your kids to feel like this is the place, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so, and, I, and I'll say this, um, I relate to you, Jen, about what you said. You're like, sometimes I don't want to play dolls. And, and I'm like you where I'm very, um, I'm, I'm, I am task oriented. I'm very ADD. So people think that I just don't do anything or I get distracted, which is kind of true. But right, when I get up. my mindset, man, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you. There are times where I'm like, I don't have a ton of time in the day. I could be doing something better with my time than playing Legos right, right. now. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's a wrong attitude, right? I mean, right. that is the most important thing Absolutely. is, is cause again, I don't have them long. I don't, they're at school all day and then I only get them for a couple hours at night. So it's like, right. I got to be intentional here. I'm all day at work and then I come home and I'm still trying to work. And, and I, you know, I always tell people like, yeah, exactly. You know, um, there's an analogy I heard somebody once say that, uh, it was in regards to, to men. It was like, um, a car runs better when it's weighed down in the back. Um, when, when, when there's a lot of weight, it just runs better on the ground. It doesn't skid as much. And he was saying like, for men, you should be that way. Like weigh yourself down with responsibility. And, and, you know, this is why parenting and marriage make you a better person, Mm -hmm. you know, if you do them right, because you have to give up, uh, focusing on yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, which is the, which is really the, the, the main emphasis of the gospel, right? Right. It was Jesus laid his life down for us Mm -hmm. and we need to be the same where it's just like, we got to, let's put others first. And, And I find that a lot of times, um, I put myself first over my kids. Right. You know, it's very easy to do. I, I do it with my wife sometimes. I'm like, man, I gotta... So, I mean, this has been a long journey that I'm on and I'm sure I'll finally figure it out when my kids are graduating, right. you know? But I'm like, man, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta put them first, gotta put the spouse first and it's really difficult. But I, I think that's good that you say that it is difficult. Parenting is the hardest job. Yeah. It is so hard. Nobody's... I don't have it figured out. Nobody has it figured out. I was um, just sharing before we started that... I didn't have my finest parenting moment um, last night. It was a late night. It was, and and then this morning I like really wanted to go to them and discuss it. They couldn't have cared less. They're skipping down the stairs. It was like not a thing. But to me, you know, it's hard. Parenting right. is hard. And thank goodness. And I just said this to them this morning. Like thank goodness for Jesus that I don't have to be the perfect parent. That there's right. grace and mercy and. Yep. Um, using those as teachable moments for them. So if you don't have it figured out, you're in good company. That's right. Because we're all figuring it out as we go. Mm-hmm. That's right. And just but, being honest with that, you know, talking to your kids. I'm yeah. sorry. But, yeah. you know, I, I acted. I said, I was. you could tell I was upset, and That's I didn't it. even yeah. tell you I was, but the passive aggressive, you know, they pick up on yeah. all of that 
and I'm sarcastic and it's come back at me and my kids <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Chrissy, you have ruined them with sarcasm. <laughs> no, it makes them fun. Sarcasm is pretty funny, you know? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that's, that's all really good stuff. Really good yeah. stuff. We, we, I think in the last podcast we, we did, we were talking about how when we apologize to our kids, it's showing them that if we're not perfect, how do we demand perfection from Absolutely. them? You know, and, and how many, you know, I'm a, I can't, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but I imagine we're close to the same age, right? And Chrissy's way older than I am. But, uh, <laughs> 40 no, is the new 20. <laughs> right. I'm right. confident. Thank the Lord. I'm turning 40 in six months. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a crisis already. You'll love it. Yeah. But, but you know, uh, one of the uh, things that we've always said is like 90, 90s kids being raised by Christian parents tended to be a little legalistic, you know, <laughs> like it was like, no, yep. don't, don't mm -hmm. do this. Don't, it, I just felt like it was a lot of, my dad's not listening, hopefully, but it was like, <laughs> don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And, and that's not, I, I don't even blame a lot of the parents. I mean, no. that was kind of the Christian culture yes. back then was, mm -hmm. it was more like abstain from the world completely, which in some areas yeah. for sure. But, but man, it was just like, it, it kind of sets up a, a legalistic mindset that it's really hard to break out of that, you mm -hmm. know, and then and you know the story. If you, if you know, what do they say? It's like if you if you raise in a legalistic home, they become rebels. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. and then if you raise them in too much grace and love, they become brats. Right. You know, and so it's like you gotta. Yep. You, it's that balance there. You know, yep. parenting so, has within it the greatest victories and the lowest of lows. Yes, right. all in one word. Parents. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it really yes. is. And we don't have it figured out. But there's like mm -hmm. a million books on Amazon about this. We should. Somebody's <laughs> got to have parenting reader. figured out. Okay. <laughs> I need the Cliff's notes. Yes. No, I think experience just tell. Get, I mean, experience and and the grace of God and just being humble as a parent and going before the Lord every single day. You gathering up what you need, girding up yourself in the armor of God is the only way that you can to do this at all. Absolutely. That's the closest to perfection we'll ever get is just having the Lord as our helm. And of course, I think we all agree in that. Yeah, for sure. And, and we'll, we'll end by saying this, like, you know, it, it's the priority list is, is very important, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, God is first, then your spouse, then your kids, you know, and how many people put kids above both right. of those? So many. And if we're not careful... Um, don't make your kids your God, lowercase right. g, you know? Right. So um, yeah, always go to the source. Mm -hmm. You want to be a better husband? You want to love your wife more or your husband more? Love God most, That's and right. then you'll do it. You want to love your kids most? Love God most. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, this is a Christian podcast. We right. probably should talk oh, yes. about God and Jesus a lot. <laughs> but it, that not good. only fills you up to be a better parent, but what I found is it pays dividends if your children see that. Yes. You know, there are times, and I'll just call myself out, There's there are times um, I've had my, at the time, seven-year-old say, Mom, did you do your quiet time this morning? Because it really didn't feel like you did. I'm oh like, my okay. God. Well, they're watching. Why <laughs> you do know? you have to be so smart? Right? Yeah. I know. So it's like, yeah, that's it, good. they're watching. Right. And, you know, they're watching what you do. And even it, those habits will pour into them just by them seeing what you're doing. They want right. to be like you ultimately. Little, little accountability partners, huh? Yes. <laughs> for good and for bad. For good and for bad. <laughs> well, that that's awesome. Well, I, I think on that note, uh, we've said everything that needs to be said about elementary kids. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, good luck. This, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> nothing more that needs to be said. Mm -mm. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being here. That really good content. Thank you. I, I've learned a lot. Um, and, and, you know, I'm... Stuff. 
you know, I, we're, we're all, I mean, you still got, how many kids do you have in elementary, Chrissy? Two. I have two, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. two. And both of yours. And then yeah. I've got, I've got two and then my youngest will be there in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's a fun age. It is. It's a fun age. Well, thank you for so, having me. Yeah, it was a blast. So we'll definitely have you back. So free, Absolutely. make sure you keep your calendar open. No so. problem. That's all great. right. Chrissy, anything else to say or are we no. good to go? Love God, love people. There we go. Love God, love people. All the <laughs> 10 it. commandments and two, two <laughs> statements right. there. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for tuning in. And this was our elementary breakout. If you have any questions or concerns or comments or anything, feel free to call the church. We'd love to chat with you. And uh, other than that, I guess we'll see you on the next time. So guys, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll see you next time.